Rahim, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuhu. That looks awfully blurry. Let me uh, implement the age old strategy of using the t shirt to wipe the camera. There we go. That looks a bit better, I think. Okay, let's do this. Okay, those of you who are watching the uh, re the uh, the replay of this later, um, I'll make sure I put a timestamp in the description for you guys to go forward, inshallah. But I'll hang out and I'll wait a little bit um, for any more of you guys to come, inshallah. Um, any of you guys who do um, come in, um, give me a thumbs up to let me know if you can hear me okay. My kids were in my office earlier and um, they were playing with my microphone and... Uh, Yes, it has had a frustrating effect on a lot of my work today, which is, uh, yeah, the less said about that, the better. Yeah, I usually let my kids come and hang out in my in my office sometimes while I'm working. They just come and sit on the carpet and do colouring in and stuff like that. But um, sometimes they take it upon themselves to uh, adjust the settings on things, and they uh, they change the gain on my microphone so it's all fuzzy. And uh, I recorded an entire one and a half hour podcast earlier, only to put the file on my computer to edit it, to discover that it was all, all kind of like, um, all fuzzy, which is a problem. I do have backup audio, thankfully, so it's okay, but um, it was pretty frustrating. But anyway, give me a thumbs up if you can hear me okay and the sound quality is all right. Alhamdulillah. Okay, so what we'll do, um, I'll wait a couple of minutes, inshallah, to see if anybody else wants to come and join me. Um, and uh, yeah, and then we'll get into the reading of it. We'll, we'll treat this as kind of two separate episodes, inshallah. We will read um, chapter nine of Layla wa Dib. And uh, yeah, and then we'll stop for some Q&A, anything that you guys want to ask at all. And then we'll continue in a, in a, in a um, for like the second half of it. But uh, we'll wait a couple of minutes, inshallah. Let me just... Um, let me go onto YouTube and make sure that everything's on all in order from the front. Bismillah. Alhamdulillah. Okay, yeah, good. The video is live and everything is showing. Alhamdulillah. Cool. Okay, so who's come to join me? We've got two of you here. Give me a thumbs up, please, if you can hear me okay. That would be very helpful for me to know that you can hear me all right. Okay, give me a thumbs up, please, inshallah. Gosh, I look tired. I am, to be fair. It's been a really long, really busy day. Productive, alhamdulillah, but, but it's been a long day. Alhamdulillah. Okay. Bismillah, give me a thumbs up if you can hear me okay. Well, nobody's given me a thumbs up, but nobody's messaged to say that we can't hear you, so... Um, I'll take that as a, uh, as a call. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Amina. Jazakallah khairan. Is it all fuzzy or is the sound quality okay? Because I've had to adjust it since my children tampered with it. Alhamdulillah. 
Okay, what we'll do, uh, where are we now? Okay, we'll wait one more minute, one more minute, inshallah. If in that minute, if you guys would be so kind as to like the video, I'd really, really appreciate it. That goes a long way for YouTube these days. Um, so there's four of you, I'd really appreciate it if all four of you would like the video. Um, and then in a minute, maybe, um, we will uh, start reading from Layla Wadhib, episode 19, inshallah. Yeah, excuse me if um, I seem tired. It's late here in Somalia. Um, so we're three hours ahead of the UK. So it's 10 past 10 here in the UK, in, uh, in Somalia. But I still kind of tend to schedule my stuff, um, my content and everything uh, based for the UK. Um, because most of our audience are in the UK. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Uh, you will wait until it's exactly five minutes. I'll do the brief intro as I usually do. And uh, yeah, and then we'll get into the Arabic reading of the actual text, and then I'll do a word-for-word -word breakdown of it like we normally do. Yeah, we'll stick with that kind of routine. The yeah, I, I won't tell you too much until five. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, and a very warm welcome to you, kind people, uh, you attentive talab, who have come to join me this evening for some more Arabic. So, what we're going to do in this episode of Layla Wadhib, this episode 19, is we will have a read through the entire passage. We'll read through the whole of chapter 9. So, what we are on page 16, and, and actually I've put it in the description as well. So, if you want to follow along, um, uh, in the text as well. Go to page 16 and I'll put the link in the description as well. So you can get the entire PDF and you can follow along with us. So, um, but where we are, we are on page 16. There is kind of a sub heading just above the actual title, um, which is Layla Tuhawilu Tahallusa Minadhib. So Layla Tuhawilu. Layla, the verb Hawala is what we call a form three verb. Hawala, you Hawilu, means to try something. As in to attempt something. Hawala, you Hawilu. And Uhawilu, I try, right? Um, to try not as in to taste something. So to try as in to kind of, um, yeah, to, to, to attempt something is what it means. Not to try as in to, as I said, to taste something, which is Jarraba, you Jarribu. In the present tense, but Layla tries at-takhallus. She tries to get rid of at-takhallus, which is um, from the verb takhallasa. Um, takhallasa min, we say, we usually use min with takhallasa to get rid of a dhib, to get rid of the wolf. Very nice. So, um, yeah, I, I just wanted to explain that little subheading in case you guys were wondering what it was. And uh, what I'll do is I'll do a whole, or actually this is kind of in two two parts let me let me read the paragraph which is on page 16 and then we'll break that down and then we'll do then i'll read what is on page 17 and then we'll break that down inshallah so we'll we'll do it in that manner good so let's go okay so we are at minute just before minute seven uh, when we're going to do the, going to do the reading okay jayid firar al-dhibi amma al-jaddatu la'ajuzu falam tastati' al-baqa'a fil manzil حين دخل ذئب الحجرات ليفتش فيها تحاملت على نفسها وخرجت تستنجد بابنها الذي يعمل في الطاحونة طاحونة البيضاء وراء المنزل قالت له الحق ليلى بنت أختك أمها أرسلت إلينا وفي المنزل ذئب هجم عليها وهو ينتظر ليلى خالوا ليلى أمسك بفأس كبيرة وجرى إلى المنزل فلما وصل إلى بابه زعق بأعلى صوته من هنا 
Jayyid. So what do we begin with? We begin with Firar al-Dhib. Firar al-Dhib. What is the Firar? The Firar is the running away. Okay, we actually see this see this word in um, Surah Nuh, actually, where Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Inni da'utu qawmi laylan wa nahara, falam yazidhum du'ai illa firara." Where where Nuh alayhi salam says, "Verily, I've invited my people night and day, laylan wa nahara, falam yazidhum du'ai illa firara." But my du'a, my invitation, hasn't increased them except that they firara, except that they run away. It's actually an, another kind of um. Little sort of history bite, I suppose, about the term far. It's actually a military tactic called al kar wal far, where the um, where the Arabs would use this strategy on the battlefield, where they would where they would attack and then they would retreat. They would do kar and then far. I think if you, I think the term kar wal far is actually used for like hit and run these days. It's actually used for that as well, but um, but it is also like historically a battle tactic um, that was known to the Arabs. Good. So the running away of the dip. Okay, the running away of the dhib. We have seen this hundreds of times, right? If, if you don't know al at this stage, go back to episode one, inshallah, and um, yeah, and catch up on it, inshallah. So, but then we have a really nice structure at the beginning of this, this passage. We have amma something for something. And this is one of Arabic's ways of kind of saying, as for this thing, then, then this, right? And it's also a nice way of kind of changing topic or, or introducing a new topic. Actually, as for this person, uh, how's this going? Or whatever. As for the man, he's a thief, right? If you're going to start talking about a particular man or something like that. But in this case, we have, as for the elderly grandmother, she is not able, the verb but in this case, she was not able, it's in the past. Lam is like negative in the past. As for the elderly grandmother, she was not able to al-baqa'a. Baqa'a from the verb baqiya meaning to remain. She was not able to stay filmental. When the wolf entered al-hujurat. Good. The the hujurat, the um yeah, the, the rooms, right? We talked about the chambers, the, the hujarat. To look for her. When the wolf came looking for her, she wasn't able to stay in there. Good. The verb fetisha usually means to inspect, actually. Um, it's to, to do with an inspection. A teftish is an inspection and a mufetish is an inspector. Good. It means to kind of summon the courage to do something or to get yourself to do something. So, um, yeah, so she kind of summoned the courage maybe to, um, to kharajat testenjid bibniha. Okay, very nice. So she, um, yeah, she summoned the courage to go out and, um, and call upon her son. Right, Ibniha, because we learnt about we learnt about her Ibn in a previous in a previous lesson. Who does what? Who works in the Tahuna? The Tahuna is the windmill. Uh, what color is it? It is Bayda. It is white. Very nice. And where is it? Wara al Menzil. It is Wara. It is behind al Menzil. Very nice. Qalat. Lahu. She said to him, as in Al Jedda She she said to her son, Ilhaq Layla. Ilhaq Layla. Um is like saying, uh, go go and get her. You know, it's like go yeah, it's it's, it's like that. Binta Uhtika, the daughter of your sister. Good. Ummuha or Salatha Ilaina. So Ummuha 
من الأم؟ أمها is her mother. أرسلتها. She sent her. The verb أرسل as form four means to send someone else or something else. Good. إلينا. She's so her mother sent her to us, as in your sister, right? وفي المنزل ذئب and in the house is a ذئب is a wolf. هجم علي. Who attacked me? There is a wolf. Who attacked me? This is actually a relative clause here. Um, it's it's not always easy to spot relative clauses without a levy and a letty a number, but this is this is is this a wolf who hajjamaleya who attacked me? And he is awaiting Layla. Good. Khalu Layla. Um Khal specifically is the maternal uncle. There's a different word for, for a paternal uncle, which is am. Um, and the plural of them is actually the same pattern, actually. The plural of khal is akhwal. The plural of am is a'mam. Good, but an am is on the father's side, and uh, khal is uncle on the mother's side. So, obviously, this is on the mother's side. Khalu layla amsaka bifatsin kabira. So, what did he do? He amsaka bifatsin kabira. Mama'ana fats. Fats is a axe. Now, fetz is an axe. And a cool thing we learn actually about this text, but from this text, is that it's feminine. Fetz, even though it's one of these words that doesn't have a tap on water, but it's feminine because we say fetz in kabiratin. Naam wajara ila al-manzil. And he ran to the manzil, ran to the house. Falamma wasala ila babih. And falamma, lamma is a really useful word in Arabic for telling stories. When something happened, it's used for setting the scene for something. Lamma kuntu tiflan, when I was a child. Lamma safartu ila Somal, when I traveled to Somalia. Lamma sakantu fil Medina, when I lived in the city. Okay, things like this. But anyway, in this case, it is. So when he arrived to its door, okay, as in the door of the mantle is what it means when it says babihi. Good. Za'aqa bi'a'ala salta. Za'aqa means to, uh, means to shout, really, or to shriek, but, um, yeah, but he, he shouted. With what? Bi'a'ala salta. A'ala, yani the highest, and your salt is your voice. He, he shrieked with his highest voice. Man huna. Who, who is here? Jayid. Very nice. So let, let's continue then, inshallah. I'll, I'll read the next paragraph and um, yeah, and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk it through. Good. فَلَمَّا سَمِعَ ذِئْبُ صَوْتَ الْخَالِ وَهُوَ يَزْعَقُ فَرَّهَارِبًا بِأَقْصَى سُرْعَتِهِ بَعْدَ أَنْ ضَرَبَهُ ضَرَبَهُ الْخَالُ شُجَعُ ضَرْبَةً قَوِيَّةً بِالْفَأْسِ قَطَعَتْ ذَيْلَهُ فَأَخَذَ يعوي عواء شديدا ملأ الأرض والسماء رجعت الجدة العجوز إلى المنزل وفرحت بخلاص من الذئب وجلست تضحك وهي تسمع حكاية الذئب الذي لبس ثيابها وقلد صوتها وحاول أن يجعل أن يجعل and yaj'ala shaklahu yushbihu shaklaha atammat layla hikayataha qalat al-jaddatu ba'da an sami'atha alf hamdin lillahi ala as-salamati wal-najati very nice so we actually have a lamma again falamma sami'a so when the the abu sami'a when he heard 
the voice of the uncle. And he was shouting, or shrieking, but shouting really. Farra hariban. Farra, we've talked about farra already, but uh, he ran away. Hariban, he ran away escaping. Yeah, the verb haraba means to, to escape. And how was he doing this? He was doing it a bit aqsa surate. Aqsa surate means at his top speed. That's what it really means. The surah is the, the speed. Yes, after the the brave khal, after the brave uncle uh, hit uh, hit him a a strong hitting Naam, this is what we call a mafrul mutlaq, and uh, it's a way of describing the way in which you do something. It's uh, kind of an adverbial. Yes, ضَرَبَهُ ضَرَبًا شَدِيدًا is like the textbook example of that. It's he hit him a severe hitting. But in this case, we have ضَرَبَهُ الْخَالُ شُجَعُ We have that the brave uh, uncle hit him ضَرْبَةً قَوِيَّةً A strong hitting. With what? بِالْفَأْسِ Good. قَطَعَتْ ذَيْلَهُ He cut his ذَيْل He cut his tail. نعم Again, another mafrul mutlaq. We have, and he, and he akhada, and he took to, or he started to, shadidan. He started to, howl. I think a howling is a nice translation. So, so he started to howl a severe howling. Naam. He howled a severe howling. What did this howling do? full or fills. So it filled the earth and the skies. The howling of the wolf when he had his tail cut off with the fetus filled the, filled the earth and uh, the sky. Wa alaikum salam, those of you coming to join. May Allah bless you guys. Good. We're nearly at the end of this little passage. I'll answer questions, inshallah, when we, when we finish this last paragraph. Uh, we are on, we're at the top of page 17, by the way, if any of you guys are following along in the text. Good. رجعت الجدة العجوز إلى المنزل. So the, um, uh, yes, uh, yes. The elderly grandmother returned to the menzil. She returned to her house. وَفَرِحَتْ بِخَلَاصِ مِنَ الذِّئْبِ And فَرِحَ uh, يَعْنِي It means to be happy or to rejoice about something. She was joyful at the خَلَاص مِنَ الذِّئْبِ The خَلَاص in this case, it means to be rid of him. Right? She, she rejoiced at being rid of the wolf. وَجَلَسَتْ تَضْحَكُ She sat down laughing. وَهِيَ تَسْمَعُ حِكَايَةَ الذِّبِ الَّذِي لَبِسَ ثِيَابَهَا And she sat down and she was listening to to the tale of the wolf who wore her clothes. I'm using the term tale to um, as a translation for the word حِكَايَة to distinguish it from a قِصَّة. Um, we're using the word حِكَايَة um, in this case. Good. What else did he do? وَقَلَّدَ and he imitated her salt. He imitated her voice. Qallada is a verb which you can use for lots of things. It means to imitate. The, the noun for which is taqlid. Taqlid, imitation. Good. Good. 
good. We saw this at the beginning of the lesson, actually. He tried. He tried to make his shekel. Your shekel is really your form, but in this case, it means your appearance. right? He tried to make his appearance. The verb present tense, it means to resemble something. Yushbihu. Now. Now. Yes. Uh, yes. He tried to make his appearance resemble her appearance. Good. Atemmet Layla. Layla atemmet. Atemmet comes from the verb tamat. comes from the word tamam, actually. Meaning like completely. Right? Completely tamam. Wadahan tamaman. It's completely clear, for example. Um, good. But um, the verb atemma means to complete. Good. Um, maybe a, a quick note on these verbs that end in a shedda. Atemma. So obviously the verb is atemma. He completed. Atemmet. She completed. But then with these verbs that end in a shedda, we have a difficulty when we have, need to have a sukun on them. So for example, what about if we want to say you enter? Enter. Atemmeta. Can we say that? Uh, we can't because. With enter, we have a sukun before the fatah on the end. So what we need to do in this case, we need to split up the meme. We need to say etmemte in the masculine, enter, enti etmemti, and ana etmemtu, mathalan, etmemtu hivdi. For example, I, I finished my hivs, for example, okay? I heard a sheikh say that in a video not so long ago, which is uh, why it's in my mind. Good, but anyway, um, what did Layla um, attemmet? Attemmet Layla hikayataha. Layla completed her hikaya. She completed her story. Very nice. Uh, so after the after the jadda sami'atha. So, I mean, th this really means that the grandmother heard her. But I, if one of my students was writing this as, as an essay, I'd prefer for them to use the verb istami'a. I prefer for them to say um, istami'atha rather than sami'atha. Because he, she isn't just hearing her, she's listening to the story, isn't she? Good. So what did she say? She said, Elfu hamdin, 1,000 hamds. Good. This is how we use the number 1,000, by the way. We, we always use the noun in the singular, hamd in the singular, and uh, in the majroor, or with kasaras on the end. So, so for example, another, uh, another demonstration of this, we can take from um, Surah Tul um, Qadr, I think it is. Um, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Laylatul Qadiri khayrun min alfi shahr Good, so this is alfi shahran let, let me say alfu, let me take it from its context Just to demonstrate this Just as we have here alfu hamdin, a thousand hamds We can have alfu shahrin, a thousand months Because the night of power is better than a thousand months Good um, good, so a thousand hamds lillah, a thousand hamds lillah, ala salama, for safety, for safety, when najati, and najat can be a few different things actually, um, it can be sort of um, a survival, or a deliverance, salvation, it's used for all of those those things, but let's say, um, let's say survival, right, a thousand Praises to Allah for safety and for our survival. Very nice. So that is chapter nine. Good. That is chapter nine. 
of Layla with Vib. So let, let's chill out a little bit. Let's let's settle down a little bit. And um, if you guys have any questions, inshallah, then um, please fire away. And then when you guys are okay, if there's nothing else you want to ask, we'll move on to uh, lesson 10, inshallah. And then after that, we'll open it up for Q&A and anything like that, if any of you guys want to ask anything else. So let me bring you guys closer for a second so I can see if there were any questions. Uh, wa alaikum salam. Um, okay, here we, have, here we go. We have a question. Assalamu alaikum wa alaikum assalam. Currently studying Arabic. I have one. I have two one-hour classes and two revision conversational session sessions with a class buddy outside of my required homework. What are the methods you recommend me? I mean, that sounds like you've you've only got a speaking focus. Um, it depends what your goals are and how quickly you will achieve them, I suppose. Um, and what your level is at the moment. If you were doing conversation straight away, it, you obviously got a certain level of, of of knowledge of vocabulary and stuff already anyway. The the rules generally for anybody is have a structure, have a structure of some kind and be practicing the four skills. That's what that's what people need to be doing. If you have those things, then it's all good. And that pretty much runs through pretty much any level you're at really. Well, if we're all good, we can uh, push on, inshallah. Okay, bismillah rahman rahim So scroll down, uh, if you're following along in the text, scroll down to page 18 we are in now. And this is the final page. This is a, uh, it's kind of sad, really, when you come to the end of series like this. Um, yeah, earlier when I was, um, I did a lesson today teaching my intensive students, and uh, we just did step 60 today and it's kind of sad really when we finish that last line of the text that we do in step 60 and uh, I looked in their faces and I thought that this this series is coming to an end it's kind of sad but uh, you know we'll do something else inshallah yeah when we finish this we'll, we'll have a conversation about what kind of things you'd like us to do next because um, if we're not doing Layla with Vib anymore we can start a new text we can do a poem we can do an Islamic text or something like that but um Good. Okay, so a little reminder, the text is available with a link in the description. Uh, you can go and get the entire PDF. We are on page 18 on the last chapter, which is chapter 10, which is titled Tawbah to Layla. Tawbah to Layla. And the Tawbah, ma ma'ana Tawbah? A Tawbah is the repentance. Is the repentance. Good. Okay. قدمت ليلى لجدتها الكعك الذي أرسلته إليها أمها فأكلت منه وهي تقول هذا ألذ كعكة كعك ذقته في حياتي قدمت الجدة لابنها الشجاع واحدة من الكعك وهي تقول ذق كعك أختك اللذيذ وكأنك تذوق حلاوة شجاعتك في طرد الذئب الغدار غدار الذي نجان الله من شره 
ولما فكر الخال في قصة ذات الرداء الأحمر مع الذئب لامها على أنها دخلت الغابة وليس معها حارس وأنها تكلمت مع الذئب وأخبرته بعنوان المنزل وعاتبها على أنها خالفت نصيحة والدتها لها لم, لم تخلي بالها للطريق ولم تبعد عن, عن, الأخ عن الأخطار وأعطت عنوان المنزل لمن لا تعرفه ندمت ليلى على ما فعلت وشكرت خالها وقالت له توبة توبة لقد أخطأت خطأ كبيرا لن, أعو لن, لن أعود إلى مثله على مثل لن, لن أعود إلى مثل هذا طول عمري ولك شكري ولم لم يحب ولم يحب خال ليلى أن تعود ليلى وحدها فربما كان الذئب ينتظرها لينتقم لينتقم منها اصطحبها وعاد بها إلى بيتها فوصلت إليها في أمان وسلام Nice. Okay, so I mentioned the Tawbah to Layla, of course. We, we already mentioned that. قدمت ليلى لجدتها الكعكة. Oh, yeah, we forgot about the كعكة. We haven't talked about the كعكة. About, that was the whole point of the story, wasn't it? The كعكة. But, um, yeah, so we haven't heard about the كعكة in about five episodes, I don't think. قدم يعني to present to somebody. قدم لي to, to present to somebody. قدمت ليلى لجدتها. ليلى presented to her جدة. Good. الكعكة, the, her cake. Okay, the cake. الذي أرسلته إليها أمه, which her mother had sent to her. Very nice. فأكلت منه, وهي تقول, نعم, فأكلت منه, so she ate from it, right? The who referring to the, the كعكة. وهي تقول, and she said, هذا ألذ كعك. This is the ألذ, so if لذيذ, يعني... Delicious, alad, yani the most delicious. Good. Um, yeah, so that, that's how you treat these kind of um, adjectives where the final two um, root letters are the same. For example, laviv, qalil, shadid, words like that. Um, the tafdil or the superlative becomes like that. Laviv, alad, shadid, ashad, qalil, aqal, like that. So she says, this is the most delicious ka'akin dhuqtuhu fi hayati. I have tasted in my hayat, that I've tasted in my life. So dhuqtuhu is from the verb dhaqa yadhuqu, which means to taste. Good. Qaddamat al-jaddatu libniha shuja'i wahidatan. Good, so the, the grandmother qaddamat libniha, she presented to her son, wahidatan min al-ka'ak. She presented one piece as in one piece from the cake وَهِيَ تَقُولُ ذُقْ كَعَكَ أُخْتِكَ الْلَذِيذِ so she's saying ذُقْ ذُقْ taste كَعَكَ أُخْتِكَ your sister's cake الْلَذِيذِ your sister's delicious cake وَكَأَنَّكَ تَذُوقُ 
shuja'atik. Yeah, she's saying, she's saying, taste your sister's delicious cake, um, and and like that, you are tasting the the sweetness, the halawa, the the sweetness of your bravery. Okay, because they wouldn't have the cake if it wasn't for his bravery. Um, good, your bravery in what fi the 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 toddled is like the kicking him out. Yeah, toddled the and they kicked him out. Al Ghaddar is an adjective meaning like um, uh, scandalous, like just bad, naughty, something like that. The, 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 not cunning, because we use that for foxes, don't we? But um, let's say scheming, scheming wolf. Alladhi najana Allahu min sharra. So najana, it means saved us. Say that Allah saved us from his sharr. From his evil, shar, yani evil. Good. وَلَمَّا فَكَّرَ الْخَالُ فِي قِصَّةِ ذَاتِ الرِّدَاءِ الْأَحْمَرِ مَعْذِبٍ. So, okay. So important thing here. Lemma, we talked about already. When, right? Fakara is important when you think about something. You fakara fi something. Fakartu fi. I was thinking about a certain thing. In English, we think about. In Arabic, they fakara in something. They fakara fi something. Very nice. So when the um, the uncle thought about the story of al-Ahmar, literally we, we use this is like Arabic translation of Little Red Riding Hood, but it literally means the the owner of the red robe. That's what it means. Ma'adib with the wolf. Lamaha ala annaha dakhalat al-ghaba. Lamaha is a really nice verb actually. Lama it means to blame. Another hollow verb. Lama in the present tense yalumu. Not yalimu, yalumu. Lama yalumu. Shakhsiyatan or bisalahatan, like frankly, la alumuhum. I don't blame them. La alumuhum. Naam, lama yalumu. It means to blame. Ala annaha. So so he says, um, he blamed her. Lama. He blamed her. Ala annaha. That she dakhalat al ghaba. That she entered the forest. Walaysa ma'aha harisun. And that there was not with her a haris. Ma ma'ana haris. A haris is a guard. It's a guard. She was, it was supposed to be her dog. Wazir, I think her, its name was. What happened to Wazir? Or was he just made up? Was he made up? Like, did Layla make him up for the... I don't know. Anyway, but she didn't have a haris with her anyway. وَأَنَّهَا تَكَلَّمَتْ مَعَ ذِبْبِ And that she did what with the ذِبْ? She تَكَلَّمَتْ مَعَهُ She spoke with him. وَأَخْبَرَتْهُ بِعُنْوَانِ الْمَنْزِلِ Yeah, and she she informed him. أَخْبَرَ بِهِ Means to inform somebody of عُنْوَانِ الْمَنْزِلِ Of the address of the house. I mean, yeah, Layla, she needs to... Someone needs to have a word with Layla because you can't go meeting a wolf in the woods and telling him your address. You just can't. You can't be going about doing things like that. Good. It's a pretty Arabic verb, actually. It means to like admonish someone to like tell them off for something. Oh, yeah, that's nice as well. Yeah, he admonished her for that. Verily, she خالفت نصيحة والدتها. 
Yes, khalafat, it means she disregarded, right? Not necessarily disagreed, it means she disregarded. Khalafat. Like, you know the word khalf? It means like it's a, for something to be behind, khalfa. To kind of leave the advice behind, right? You disregarded it. Khalafat nasihata walidatiha. She disregarded the nasiha, the advice of her mother. Laha, of the, of the advice that her mother gave to her. Good. Um... Nam. So lam So this goes back to you. you maybe you remember one of the um, phrases that we had when we had khalibalik. We had khalibalik, like a like take care of yourself. You know, that was that was her advice. Good. Um, I've lost my place now. Oh, okay, good. Walam an al Good, yeah. And she yeah. sorry, um um and and she didn't um tab she didn't um tabrud she didn't stay far away from dangers. Okay, something's khatir, it's it's dangerous, al are dangerous. Um uh, the verb a'ta means to give. A'tat in the feminine. Unwan al manzil liman la ta'rifuhu. Yeah, she didn't. She gave the address away to someone she didn't know. Who gives their grandmother's address to someone they don't know? <laughs> anyway, uh, and quite rightly, um, as we're about to read, Nadimat Layla ala ma fa'alat. Nadima, yeah, I need to regret something. Now, the, the word Nadim actually is, is a word found in um, in Arabic literature historically actually meaning like a the translation is a word which we never use in English a boon companion that's what the dictionaries will tell you but it means someone you get drunk with that's what it means uh, Nadim um, yes because they obviously regret it that's, that's obviously where it comes from Nadimat but Layla regretted she regretted upon what she had done وَشَكَرَتْ خَالَهَا And she, she said shukran, she said thank you, she, she thanked خَالَهَا, her, her uncle. وَقَالَتْ لَهُ And she said to him, تَوْبَةً تَوْبَةً Repentance, right, repentance. نعم, that's the verb أَخْطَأَ meaning to commit a mistake. Yeah, there's a, there's a saying actually in Arabic, من, من لا يخطئ لا يتعلم. The person who does not make mistakes, لا يخطئ, present tense of أخطأ. من لا يخطئ لا يتعلم. The person who does not make mistakes does not learn. لقد أخطأت. Verily, certainly I have made, I have mistaked a big mistake. خطأت, أخطأت خطأ كبيرا. لن أعود I will not return. means to return. I believe the word Eid, as in like Eid al-Fitr, like the, the yearly celebration, whichever one you're talking about, is actually from this because it keeps on returning, right? It comes back every year. But she's saying Len, a future negative. I will not. Len I will not return to the likes of this. Yeah. طول عمري طول عمري it means so your عمر is your age طول is the length so the length of my age which means for the rest of her life that's what she means طول عمري 
Waleka shukri, and to you is my thanks. Nam. Yeah, I, when I read that, there's an ayah from Surat An-Nur, which I, I kind of had on my tongue and almost almost spilt it here. Yeah, len a'uda ila mithli hadha. There's an ayah in Surat An-Nur where Allah says, يَعُذُكُمُ اللَّهُ أَن تَعُودُوا لِمِثْلِهِ أَبَدًا Yeah, Allah sort of implores you not to come, not not to do this thing again. This is tangential, but um, that's an ayah that I really love. Well, why does Allah need to implore us to do anything? Do you know what I mean? Like, we're not deserving of um, of how mercifully and gently Allah speaks to us. But anyway, let's round this off. Walam. Yeah, Layla's Khal, her maternal uncle, didn't like and Tarouda Layla Wahdaha that she would return back to her house on her own. Wahdaha Yarani by herself. For Rubbama Kana Dibu. Ya Rubbama Yarani maybe means maybe. So as maybe Kana Dibu Yontaviruha. Maybe the Dib was awaiting her. Why? Because this verb The mustard of which is intiqam, Which means revenge Because maybe uh, the vib is waiting her Awaiting her to take revenge from her To take revenge from her Intiqam is, is revenge Good Istahabaha 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 is what it would be. So um, the verb istahaba um, is from um, yeah the root letters same as sahib to accompanied her. He accompanied her wa'adabiha and he returned with her. He accompanied her and he returned with her ilabaytiha to her bait. For wasalat ilayhi fi amanin wa salamin. Yes, and uh, she returned to it fi amanin. In safety, wassalamin, and peace. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the story of Layla with Vip. Think of that. We have done 20 episodes of that, literally just over 20 weeks, because there's been a couple of weeks where we've missed an episode and stuff. So we've probably spent 20, 22 weeks or something like that. Like, it's, it's like. It's like over a third of a year, like coming up to half a year, like people have been following along with the series for every episode. We've spent over half a year together, well, like half a year, which is amazing, isn't it? You know, the amount of vocab, we must have learned 500 words in that whole text. There must be something like that, but I'm not sure. Okay, so coming into the new year now, inshallah, we'll have a little think about what kinds of texts we want to do going forward, because I think we have a nice format at the moment when we're doing podcasts every Wednesday, we're doing walkthroughs of stories, typically every Friday or Saturday, and then I'm going to try to get more regularly into the habit of doing other videos on Sunday, perhaps. Um, yeah, so we'll keep that up. I put a poll out today in the community section of um, my YouTube channel. Um, asking what kinds of texts the students would be interested in us doing, whether they want to do an Arabic poem or you want to do another kind of fictional story like this. Um, because there's another one that my friend Shaheen Rahman actually recommended, um, which we can, I can show you guys, inshallah. Yeah, so Tajiru Baghdad. Tajiru Baghdad, I'll show you. This one. Yeah, Tajiru Baghdad. 
we could do this. We could do Tejid or Baghdad. Um, that's longer, I think. That might take us like up the whole year to go through. Um, so that might be nice, or like a more kind of Islamic text, like a, I don't know, some kind of Islamic text could be cool. Yeah, so we've got lots of options, inshallah, of what we might do, but we'll, we'll have a think about it. I'll, I'll pay attention to the poll as well and see what, see what the other students are, are interested in. Cool. Okay, I will, uh, I'll, maybe I'll make a few announcements and then we can go into any kind of Q&A, anything that you guys want to talk about, inshallah. So, um, so what is there to announce? Firstly, I want to say a huge thank you to our members on the YouTube channel. Um, here in Somalia, I really want to put more effort into building our studio here and um, we've got quite a lot of work to do. So members on the YouTube channel who um, spend some of the hard-earned money to support the YouTube channel, I want to say thank you so much to you guys who are involved in that. Um, that's really, really important. Um, another thing I want to say, a big shout out as well to our intensive students as well. Um, our intensive students who finished today, um, Shahiba, Andrew, Matthew. Um, yeah, huge shout out to you guys. You've, you've done an absolutely amazing job and um, I'm sure you'll smash the exam as well, inshallah. Good. Um, and then also, um, going forward, we have podcast episodes scheduled um, every Wednesday as well. I recorded our next episode with uh, Musharraf Hussain. We recorded that today, actually. It was real nice to speak to him. Um, yeah, so he's one of the translators of one of the um, one of the Quran translations that I talked about in one of the previous videos. So um, yeah, so we've got to talk about talk about his translation of the Quran with him, which is really nice. Um, yeah, and we've got other other guests, some of the people that I'm talking to. So yeah, we've got some stuff going on. Oh yeah, as well actually. Um, so our partnership with Mumsima, um, the Arabic in sixty steps program. We've had this partnership with Mumsima for the past three months, I think, or something. Um, where basically every time a student has joined the Arabic in 60 Steps program, we've sent money to them to feed an orphan for a month because they do work in Chad with an orphanage. And um, and I just I was just really touched by the work that they do. I saw some of the videos of some of the kids that they help there. And um, yeah, so we've been able to, I think we've been able to provide a month's worth of food for 35, for 35 orphans in Chad. Um, which has been an amazing thing to be part of, and we've actually got we've got video footage now of our of, of the food that we've paid for being distributed there, and and that's really amazing. But I've I've spoken to those brothers, and I've said that unfortunately we're going to put that on pause, um, for now. Our, our relationship with them because coming into the winter, I'd like to explore the idea of doing a partnership with a winter appeal in Syria. Um, yeah, that's a cause that is um kind of close to me really, like a. Not, not, not because I've ever had to experience anything quite as challenging as that, but like, because I studied in Palestine. Palestine, I, I could never have imagined how cold it would be. Like, I remember, like, most of the houses there, to be honest, they're built for the heat, so when it's cold, it's really cold. But, um, I remember we had like a meter of snow, and it was just freezing. Like, I remember at night, me and the brothers I was living with just trying to keep warm, just doing whatever we could to keep warm. And it was really rough, like, yeah, it was really rough. So at the time, I mean, even then, like, we, we were in Palestine in 2014, 2013, 2014, and, um, yeah, and even when we were there, we, we were talking about how rough it must be in, in Syria. We, we asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it easy for, the, easy for them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in partnering with Winter Appeal um, for, um, for people in Syria. So, um, yeah, that's something that we'll look at because, you know, obviously I'm, I'm not saying that it's not a worthy cause that the charity that we support in Chad, but, uh, you know, different different times of the year require different, uh, there are different emergencies, you know, so, um, so inshallah we'll come to the aid of, um, 
of some of our Syrian brothers and sisters, inshallah. What else is there? I mean, we, we do have another intensive program opening up on the 21st of September. 21st of January, sorry. Some spaces have already gone for that. So inshallah, we'll, we'll run another another cohort of intensive students. There's, there's six spaces left on that program as well. So if any of you guys are interested in studying Arabic with me on like an intensive basis, we do about four hours a week of contact time, then there you can get yourself on the intensive program, inshallah. Yeah. So that's it. What about you guys? What are you guys up to? Okay, we have a question. I want to understand the Qur'an, learning online from the explanation of Medina books. Uh, we'll finish book one soon, inshallah. Is this a good way? Um, yes. I, I'm not, I don't speak badly, just as a policy, I don't speak badly of any other programs. Like, the, the best program is the one that you'll actually finish, you know, is the one that you'll actually engage with for, for a long time and finish. So that, that's by far the most important thing. Um, there's no right or wrong answer like you you can't you can't look at the the medina program and say that like it doesn't work or it's lacking in anything like there are just thousands of graduates from it who are just immense um, just a high high level arabic speakers so um, i'm not in the i'm not in the in the arena of um you know of, of speaking down to any of these programs so if it's the one that you'll finish and do well then keep on pushing through inshallah um yeah that there is something to be said about it not necessarily being a complete program like i i think you know most of the time we don't um talk enough about who the programs are actually for like you've got to appreciate that when the medina books were written and who they're written for is like they're written for people who are living in saudi arabia so they don't need to facilitate speaking in the same way that other programs do. You know, they're, they're written for students of Islamic knowledge who are studying full-time, who are incredibly motivated and committed. Um, and there's lots of other kind of restrictions that, it, that, that, they, that that program is built around. It's built to be taught in a classroom. Other programs are written to be taught in a classroom, hence why the early steps are things, all of the first words in the vocab list are things in the classroom. You know, you know, things in the classroom and things you can see from the classroom and stuff like that. They're, they're all for that and to be taught through the medium of Arabic because like at Medina University, in your classroom, in your Arabic language classroom, you, you might have some three students from three students from Indonesia, two from Russia, you know, four from Canada, three from Mexico, one from Brazil, and five from Nigeria or something. So when you don't have like a common language, you teach it through the medium of Arabic. And But that's not necessarily what people in the West learning online need, always. You know, explore other programs. It seems like you're happy, which is why my answer that I first said is the best program is the one you'll finish. So, um, yeah, I, w I wouldn't go encouraging you to jump out of it if it's something that's working. If it's, if it's working, don't fix it. You, you don't need to fix something that's not broken. So, um, yeah, that's what I would say. But there, there are other programs if you were in the situation where you wanted to explore something else. Explore the Gateway books. I think they're quite nice. I think the Gateway books are quite nicely organized. They're, 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 they're a number of very small, like very thin books. Like when you actually hold them, it feels like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to finish this book soon. So that's quite nice. And then obviously, the Baniyadaik books, they, they obviously are full of dialogues and they encourage speaking and things like that. They're popular among Egyptian teachers. They're great for that. So, um, yeah. I don't know, the, the best program is the one you'll finish, inshallah. And our program, the, the 60 Steps program, is written for adults. It's written for English-speaking adults. Um, and it's written for people who love Arabic. Like, it's not written for people who want to say, 
um with the falafel people someone say i want a falafel or people who say you know people who just want to go on holiday and order a coffee like it's it's not really for that or whilst those are perfectly admirable endeavors i'm not saying you shouldn't le- learn learn those things it's the arabic 60 steps program is really for people who who really love arabic like who really want to get a deep level of, of arabic so um yeah um yeah, and obviously we, we appreciate the confines of our of our work when we're dealing with adults who aren't studying full time. Like our students are learning at a self paced in a self paced manner. They're not learning full time. Um, yes, yeah, so we've built our program accordingly. Where are we? Let me get that live chat back. Barakalafik. Is there a big difference between Kitab al-Asasi and Baini Adaik series? I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not particularly familiar with Kitab al-Asasi actually. Although today when I spoke to um, Musharraf Hussain, he told me that he books before. Um, but he, well, to be fair, he told me that he taught through a combination of, um, of uh, Kitab al-Asasi as well as the Medina books to prepare students for the GCSE exam actually, which is pretty interesting. Cool. Okay. Anything else? SubhanAllah. Alhamdulillah. What benefits can we take from the series of staff? Um, the benefits are the are the mufradat and the qawaid. Um, the, the benefits are, um, yeah, are the vocab and the grammar that you'll, you'll take away from it. Perhaps we, um, perhaps we take a benefit of um, the importance of consistency, maybe. I mean, it's something that we've pretty much done every week, you know. It's also a, um, a benefit we can take from it as well is how much can really be achieved with very little and often. Like a, you know, sometimes, le- usually less than like 10 minute video, actually, most of the videos. You know, every week, certainly less than half an hour. I don't believe any of our any of the videos in this series have been more than half an hour. I would say that, like, um, yeah, to to be able to, and, and then all of a sudden to have finished an entire book, like to have finished the whole of Layla with Zip, um, it's quite cool. It's quite cool. Um, what's a good method method of memorizing the tasrif verbs? Tasrif of verbs. Um, so what I do is I just memorize like one go-to example. So like with each of the forms of verbs, I like to just have like one kind of go-to example that I I've heard used in all kinds of different ways. Like for example, like with I don't know the form two, right? The fa'ala pattern, like alama. Um, verbs like that. I just like I just like to have kind of one, like kind of like go to example. Um, yeah, like thabbata, for example. Like we know muthabbit, we know that that's the samfarin because muthabbit al qulub, the the firmer of hearts. We know, um, um, yeah, thabbata. We know, 
Tafbeet is the mustard. So like, I don't know, I just have like kind of one go-to example for, for, for each one of the verbs. That seems to help me because you don't need to, you don't need to memorize all of it for all of the verbs. Like just have kind of one go-to example, that, uh, you know, for, for each one of the forms that I find useful. Yeah, I don't know, but that's just me. Uh, how much is the intensive course? Depends if you're already an Arabic and 60 step student. Students who are already on the Arabic in 60 Steps program, they don't have to pay whatever they already pay. So, so they already paid £197 for the program, so so we discount that for them. But the price of the program is £1,250. But obviously if students were already on the Arabic in 60 Steps program, it's less than that. £1,053, I think it is. In US dollars, I think it works, it's about £1,500. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Cool. Anything else I can help you guys with? Thanks for coming to hang out with me this evening. Thank you for lending me your ear and for enjoying my content to some degree. Oh no. Oh no, I'm going to lose my streak on Duolingo. Sorry, just a second. Hey. Hey, drink milk. Hey, drink milk. He is is a boy. Je bent een kind. Je bent een kind. Sorry guys, excuse me. If you have any questions, but just put them in and I will get to you. I don't want to lose my streak on Duolingo though. He is a man. He Hi, is a man. Ik drink en hij eet. Ik drink en hij eet. Uh, what language is that? Oh, it's Dutch. It's Dutch. Uh, what um, I want to say is that the program was extremely beneficial. Alhamdulillah. Um, I'm, I'm very, very happy to hear that I could have assisted you in your Arabic language journey to, to any degree. It's a huge privilege of mine. Uh, he eats an apple. It's going to be he... Hi. He ate, ate an apple. Ate an apple. Is it a meisje? It's a meisje. She is a girl. Meisje is a girl. De jongen drinkt melk. De jongen uh, drinkt, drinkt melk. I'm not sure the spelling of that. And the spelling is the issue in Dutch. It all basically sounds English. De vrouw, vrouw is woman. Drink, drink, drinkt, drinkt milk. Milk. Oh man, I don't know the spelling of that. Oh. Is it a woman? Oh, is it a not ist. A man or a woman, or is off. I remember... Um, Yeah, Dutch seems like blurry, like a blurry English. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. How long would it take to understand Arabic at a decent level if you put four hours a day and work hard? Uh, less than a year. That's loads of work. Four hours a day is tons of work. Like you, you can make a lot, a lot, a lot of progress. And I would say, like, I, I wouldn't like box yourself into a certain amount of time every day. Like, 
you know, just, just make sure that you're progressing every day, interacting with the Arabic language to some degree every day. Um, and mom, of, of, um, a woman, and Frau. Frau. Het kind. Eet, eet brood. Brood. Ah, how do you spell that? Brood, brood. Hmm. Yeah, mashallah. That's that's awesome progress with um with the Bainy Adek series. That's really cool. You're nearly on books, they're not even in book three yet. There, there are only three books on there, to my understanding, though there are, are actually only only three. Uh the girl is a child. The the girl. Het Oh no, a girl, it's et Et Maitya. Maisha. It's an kind. Kind. Hij is een man en ik ben een jongen. Hey. Hey. Hey, eet brood. Ja, oh, mashallah. I'm coming to visit the UK soon, so I'm, oh, actually, I probably don't need to go to the UK to get the Bainia date books, do I? I can probably get them in, um, um, I can probably get them here in Somalia. Kem senaten qadayta fi Palestine qadaytu senaten wahida faqat. Dalastu al-Arabiya wa adabaha fi jami'at al-Najah fi Nablus fi Diffat al-Gharbiya. Sorry guys, I don't want to lose my streak. So sorry for making you sit through that. That is awful hospitality on my part. Okay guys, we've been here for an hour, so uh, maybe we uh, call it a day inshallah. But uh, thank you so much for coming to join join me. Um, I hope that the Layla with Zip series has been a benefit to lots of you guys. And um, yeah, come back and uh, see what else we've got for you on the channel inshallah. You guys have an absolutely amazing rest of your evening inshallah. Um, and Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Let's make 2023 a really, really productive one for our Arabic language learning. Assalamu alaikum, everybody.